Hello and welcome everyone to the Japan Business Podcast. My name is Eric Ahwana. I'm your host and the founder of Japan Business Consulting. Today we're going to talk about spiritual development in business. Yes, you heard right. I want to talk about a topic that is rarely discussed in business, and that is because of my personal experience with spirituality. First of all, you might ask, what exactly do you mean with spirituality? Well, it depends. For some, it might be meditation. For some, it might be just journaling and writing down your thoughts. For some, it might be prayer, going to the church, or whatever that means for you. In my case, it is mainly meditation. I did start to meditate around eight years ago, and I started with apps on my phone. But in the meantime, I do a almost daily meditation of around 15 minutes where I just set a timer and I basically try to focus on my breath. And whenever a thought is coming up, I'm trying to identify that thought by saying, thinking, or actually not saying, but being aware or in my mind, uh, saying it uh, quietly. Uh, that I am thinking right now and uh, just observe how the thought slowly disappears and then I just go back and focus on my breath and um, I think this is a integral part of a happy and relaxed entrepreneurship or business life to implement some kind of sp spirituality or spiritual practice into your day-to-day -day life. Um, I would also say that if you have personal values in regards to business practices or how you deal with difficult situations in business as well as in personal life, the um, aspect of spiritual development can really enhance not only your life, but your business, your leadership uh, qualities and so on. And uh, I can highly recommend it for everyone. So I would like to talk about basically um, three segments. The first segment is to talk about how you can balance material success and spiritual well-being because there's sometimes it's like a dichotomy between the two. Um, then to talk about practical applications in Japanese business environment, not necessarily just Japanese, but it helps as well. And uh, then last but not least on um, how to overcome challenges with spiritual resilience. So the common misconception I would say is that material success and spiritual well-being cannot be achieved at the same time. So you either have the super busy, successful Wall Street uh, trader or you have the um, uh, minimalist um, yogi that is uh, wandering around in India or in Bali and uh, that doesn't really have any material possessions. I think, well, th those are the two extremes, but I think we can have both and you have to decide for yourself what is more important for you, but still find a balance, a so-called yin and yang. So maintaining a healthy balance between your 
professional achievements and personal spiritual growth should always be in the back of your head when you're making decisions, be it in personal as well as in, in business. Um, and I would even say that if you have a spiritual practice in your day-to-day -day life, that this can dramatically enhance your decision-making uh, skills in business as well as your business relationships. People will realize that you are a lot calmer, that you're a lot more trustable and uh, dependable and that you are somebody that people can truly rely on even when things start to get hectic, even when things start to get very difficult. Um, they know that you're somebody who will still get the job done and uh, keeps his or her, her calm in the midst of the storm. Another point is the practical application in a business environment and even in a Japanese business environment. So um, I would say in the Japanese business culture, you will encounter very often that uh, you will be tested uh, in some regards, especially if you are a uh, um, non-Japanese, um, let's say, vendor or you have a new Japanese client that you want to work with or a potential lead, they will do a lot of due diligence on you and uh, try to find out how stressed or how stress tolerant you are. Um, for example, they will might ask you the same very detailed question many, many times in at different occasions to see if uh, you deviate from what you had priorly said and uh, therefore to understand if you are accurate whenever you are uh, giving them any kind of information or what kind of frustration level you have. If you uh, have been asked the same question again and again, what your reaction is. This is because they really want to make sure that when um, things are getting uh, stressful and difficult, that you are still able to operate um, on a calm and a rational basis. Now, spirituality or spiritual practice, as I mentioned, can really help you keep your calm and enhance your reaction and um, your patience, especially when you have to deal with clients, uh, as I just mentioned. So this can be a very valuable asset for dealing with Japanese business culture. Then. If you're doing that, what I, what I just mentioned is that you will be able to really build an authentic relationship and uh, trust with your client. If you are the person that despite um, a lot of questions, despite difficult conversations, despite not having a, an agreement yet, that you still keep calm and are patient and show that you really care about the, the client and the maybe the hesitance that the client is showing you that you do fully understand and accept it and are not trying to be pushy or anything. Um, and this style of communication is also very much in line with how Japanese like to communicate. 
in uh, general. So if you have a calm um, communication style that will appeal to many, many more Japanese business partners than if you were, uh, I mean, a bit more nervous or more pushy or more salesy uh, in, in that respect. Well, the last point I want to talk about is overcoming challenges with spiritual resilience. As entrepreneurs or as um, uh, business owners or maybe business development managers, in any position, you will encounter some kind of stress and anxiety-causing situation or fr frustration-causing situations. Um, that is common. That is expected. I think nobody can say that this is something they didn't expect when they started a business or went into a job um, that they didn't expect this to happen. How you can develop spiritual resilience um, in overcoming, for example, setbacks and, and challenges is that you develop the spiritual practice that I, I mentioned initially. Whatever works for you, there are many apps out there, there are many ways. Again, for me what works, I just set a timer to 15 minutes, I close my eyes, I sit down and I focus on my breath. I really have a lot of thoughts, especially the first 10 minutes, I have a lot of thoughts going on, but I just try to stay focused on my breath and whenever a um, something is coming up, I just try to move back to my breath and not give my, my thoughts a lot of attention. Then I would say uh, why it is it plays a crucial role to stick to that spiritual uh, practice and to have some spiritual principles is that you will encounter some kind of business obstacle. So usually um, uh, one of my favorite uh, entrepreneurs uh, and uh, now he's a big, has a big brand and a big appearance on social media as well as Alex Hormozzi. And in one of his videos, he's showing like the um, a path of the entrepreneur when he's um, uninformed um, and, and uh, um, with a positive outlook, positively uninformed, then positively informed. That means like positively uninformed is when you start your business, then you start to find some obstacles, but you overcome them. You say, all right, now I understand the market better, but I still have a positive outlook. And then you get into the so-called valley of uh, desper desperation when you seem to not be successful at anything you're doing and try to, um, you think you've tried everything, but nothing works. And having a spiritual practice will really help you to navigate that um, uh, value of, of desperation because what many people do, they just jump to the next opportunity and start at the top of that path, the uninformed optimism, right? And then informed uh, optimism or informed pessimism, let's call it like that. Uh, and then uh, they go to the value of desperation again and again, and they and then they um, repeat that cycle again and again. So what spiritual resilience will help you with is to stay in that value of desperation and be aware of it, and stay disciplined to continue until you are successful. 
Uh, of course, you can talk about having some metrics and um, taking some decisions that you don't stay in the value of desperation forever. <laughs> but that, that is a different topic. But I think the most important is that you develop some resilience through spirituality as an entrepreneur. Now, um, I think I gave you a couple of actionable uh, tips, but I would just recommend you to pick a time in the day and to start meditating. That's start with five or 10 minutes, and then you can slowly build up to 15 or 20 minutes. That's something that I would uh, highly recommend. If you want to go all in, I would ever even recommend it in the very early morning, right after waking up and uh, just before bed, um, if that would be like the ideal scenario, because that's when you can best uh, process your thoughts and uh, build up that uh, resilience and that calmness. Um, I think the key takeaways from the episode today is that if you want to lead a happy and relaxed business life, spiritual resilience should become a part of your um, everyday life. And uh, it definitely has a positive impact uh, on your business success. It absolutely had on mine. Uh, I would also like to invite you to share your thoughts and experiences if um, you had uh, priorly tried anything in regards to spirituality or meditation. Um, but uh, face challenges or if you were successful with it or if you want to share something or a tool or, or an app that you're using, uh, please do, though, do so in the, in the comments. And um, I uh, um, hope that uh, you could get some values, uh, value out of this. In uh, the next episode, I'm going to talk about uh, something that I'm very interested in. Uh, that is um, uh, the company Tesla and what they are actually doing on the Japanese market, how they have been progressing uh, compared to the United States and uh, other markets. And um, as you can imagine, Toyota being the biggest car manufacturer in the world, uh, being the home country of Toyota, what they were able to accomplish um, in the home country of um, the biggest uh, car manufacturer in the world and also some of the um, heavyweights of the car manufacturing industry. So look forward to that and um, I'm uh, uh, looking forward to talking to you in the next episode. Uh, this was Eric with Japan Business Podcast signing out. Arigatou gozaimasu.